Hello, armchair adventurers. This is Aaron, your Red Desert Roleplay GM, and welcome to the Afterplay. Episode 3, I have to say, is one of my favorite episodes in the early sessions of this campaign because I feel like it really starts to bring the color of Verilon to life. We get to see how our heroes solve problems in less action-packed moments with the auction of Captain Solare's ship. I decided to approach their getting a ship in this way because I wanted to challenge the characters with something they might not have been expecting. It isn't uncommon in situations like this in fantasy games for there to be something like you raise this much money before the sun goes down and then the party has to scramble to find ways to come up with the cash to get the ship or whatever it is they need. And actually, in the Just for Fun campaign that we have running alongside the podcast campaign also in the world of Verilon, I had planned on doing a quest like that for them to get their ship. Funny thing though, in that campaign, they actually ended up getting the ship for free when Jerry's character used illusion magic to conjure a fake demon so he could intimidate the guy who was trying to sell it to them, and the ship salesman had a critical fail on his will roll to resist the illusion. So, then I had to essentially skip an entire session's worth of content that I had prepared for because they were already ready to go. Which just goes to show that, as a GM, it's always good to at least have an idea of what's going to happen in the session after the one you're actually prepping for, just in case your players figure out a creative solution around the obstacles that you've put in their path that expedites their progress. I am always so proud of my players when that happens, even on the occasions when it's slightly annoying, which it usually isn't, but sometimes it can be. Still, I love watching my players get creative, which is why I decided to throw Captain Solare's auction at them in the first place. I thought, you know, we have no bards in this group. No one with performance skills at all, really, other than Wilhelm does have the carousing skill, but that, yeah, it's not quite the same thing. So I wanted to throw a challenge at the party that none of them really had the skill set to handle perfectly and just see what they would come up with. And I think their creative role play and the use of the players' backstories here was really well done. I was very proud of the Red Desert role play team and how the four of them tackled this when I put it in front of them. The winning story, the one that Chip tells when they see the giant stag in the woods on the surface of Verilon, was a really cool moment for all of us in session. And in no small part, that was because all of that was just made up off the top of Jeremy's head. And for a spur-of-the-moment story like that, I think it's pretty cool. It isn't the most exciting story from the surface he could have gone with, but I think the idea of simply being below the fog line and seeing something from this whole other world that's been lost to time and memory is what really gives it its power. After all, we don't know what the white stag is, where it comes from, was it there before the fog, did it arrive after, and it's gone before they can learn any more. 
It reminds me of stories in the real world that you might hear a hunter tell around a campfire or a sailor who saw something weird on a foggy night on the ocean share over a pint, and I have to admit I got a little bit of a spine tingle the first time I heard it. Episode 4 is another quieter episode, obviously, up until the last few moments. But I really like how it explores the characters feeling each other out. NPCs are getting to know the party, player characters are getting a feel for what their roles will be on the coming voyage. We get that really nice glimpse into Wilhelm's personal challenges in the stairwell. And actually, that whole aspect of Wilhelm's character comes much more into play in upcoming sessions, which I'm really excited for our listeners to experience. And of course, there's the moment when the fog swell rolls in at the end. Now, obviously, it's a very spooky and graphic moment, but I wanted to make it memorable, and I wanted to make it visceral, because I wanted to demonstrate the power of the fog and really hit home why it's so dangerous and why civilization was forced to flee it. The fog is sort of this ever-present thing that casts a shadow over all civilizations, so I wanted the first time our party got up close and personal with it to be something that would really hit home the full magnitude of what these people are up against. I certainly hope we accomplish that, and I hope our viewers are even more ready to come along for the ride after experiencing it. Things are about to start heating up a little in episode 5, and I think this experience with the fog really foreshadows the increased threat and stakes that we'll be up against going forward. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.